y'all. Happy Friday. How's it going? How's it hanging? All that jazz and fun stuff. Not gonna lie, girl's kind of feeling herself a little bit because I actually took my braids out. And it took me a couple of days. Well, not to take the braids out, but it took, you know, like the wash and the condition and all that fun. That took me to get that momentum to do it and the, the way my hair came out. I'm like, oh, girl, you cute. Sometimes you have to tell yourself that. Like, you just have to look at yourself and go, yep, yeah, I'm cute. I know it. I'm going to be like Remy Ma and be conceited for right now, you know. for it, That's my jam, by the way. That Remy Ma, Conceited. I love that song. But how's everyone doing out there in this wonderful land of adulting? <laughs> right. So a few days ago, I was having a conversation and the topic of can men and women just be friends. And I'm trying to even figure out where the conversation kind of like stemmed from in, in a little bit, because I'm not even completely 100% sure, like even how we even started talking about this. I think we were discussing cheating and I think that's what it was. Um, I don't know. Like I said, I'm not 100% sure, but I do know that this subject in the cheating subject was talked about sometime in these last couple of days. And so I don't know if I'm just like mushing them together or if one or if both took, but y'all, <laughs> I don't know, right? Shit, don't you feel like my brain's like, I don't, I don't know. But I think it's a good question. I think this is a always debated question. I did reach out to, you know, social media platform. I put it on Facebook, Instagram, all that. I didn't get as many responses as I thought I would have gotten on this up because I feel like it's a, a big debate. I did not put it on TikTok. I probably should have put it on there too, just to get in some more perspectives and comments or whatever. I know for myself, I do believe that men and females can just be friends because I have male friends in my life. And honestly, I think I have more male friends in my life than possibly girlfriends in some sort. I was always the, and this was, I don't know if it was, I can say by choice, you know, but I was never... I never really, I don't want to say looked at boys like that when I was younger. It's like I was a tomboy, but I wasn't a tomboy. It's like I like being outside, but also didn't like getting dirty. I like, <laughs> I like to play, you know, but I didn't want the bugs or nothing to touch me. I didn't mind kind of running around. But I didn't want to get sweaty. I didn't, you know, it's like I was a tomboy, but not a tomboy at the same time. And I'm still that way now. It's like I'm I'm not even girly, 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 I guess. Like, don't get me wrong. I can dress like when I go, if I'm going out, out, I can dress. 
to the T, you know, I know how to do it. But most of the time you will find me in like a pair of leggings, a big in a baggy shirt and just kind of chilling, relaxing. It's just like, I don't, you know, I don't know. Maybe that's just the, the introvert in me. And that probably has to play a lot of it, play a lot of it, of it. Right. But I don't know. But I do believe that, you know, we can be friends. Like I say, I do have a lot of male friends and I always used to contribute that to the relationship that I have with my brother. Me and my brother are eight years apart, right? So when I came along, ting, um, you know, he was eight, you know, but you know, he, of course, you know, the oldest watches the youngest, right? And he would have friends. So it was always around the boys or the guys per se. And then him and my cousin were close. Cousin was a boy. So between the brother and cousin and friends, I was around guys more. Now, don't get me wrong. I have female cousins, right? But in a sense, we were kind of the same. It's like, okay, we were girly and not girly at, at the same at the same time. I think I I know and I own it. I was a little bit probably more of the girly than they were, you know, but I just think that has to do with like environment and, and all that stuff. But in the sense of like, you know, we were, you know, we were tomboyish and then not tomboyish, you know, at the same time. But I always used to contribute that. Well, I have an older brother. So I was always comfortable around being around the guys and just being able to, you know, talk to them, have conversations or, or whatever. Like I always contribute to having another brother as to why I have more guy friends. Um, and then as I got older, <laughs> I realized that females are be real. We're sneaky. You know, we are some sneaky and some conniving and manipulative and, you know, we are. And I think, you know, that also I saw this thing on uh, Club Shay Shay and he was interviewing the comedian. Oh, crap. I can't remember what this because it's like he's a comedian. <sighs> He's funny, but not funny to me at the same time. I don't know. I can't remember his name, but he asked him, do you think females cheat more than men? Right. And he was like, well, yeah, because they're they're better at it than we are. And I will I, I don't say I agree, but I <laughs> I agree. I feel like we are a little bit more better at it than then some men are not saying, you know, all females, you know, a better what, because some of us can't or what, you know, it's just who we are. But I feel like in some shape form, we are a, a little, <laughs> a little better at cheating than than some men. So that can probably contribute to to why I kind of just I don't know. But I do. But back to the 
this subject. See, scrolling off again, y'all. Sorry. But I do feel that men and women can be friends. I honestly think you need someone of the opposite sex to be just a friend. And it doesn't have to be sexual. I think, or it shouldn't, and I don't want to say it shouldn't turn sexual because sometimes it, it happens. It, you know, it is, I don't want to say it is what it is, but I understand that that happens. But I do feel like you do need to have just a friend of the opposite sex because when you are in a relationship or some shit happens or whatever, you need the the person, right, to give it to you from a male perspective or female perspective, right? I am good for going to my male my male friends and asking them like if this if some shit happens and and I need a male perspective I go to like one or three hell sometimes I go to all you know I go to all of them sometimes you know just to get like hey am I you know the am I tripping talk like this is what happened this is what I said this is what the other person said this is what took place this is why I'm feeling what I'm feeling or this is why I said what I said. Whatever the case, like you have those conversations and I love my friends because I think we are the same with each other and I appreciate that, that they can call me out on my bullshit. You know, one of my my good ones, I don't know. I will explain the meaning behind this nickname that he gave me, <laughs> but he calls me g he calls me grandma. Because I have an old soul or whatever. If you haven't learned it, but I do, you know. But he calls me or he'll say Gma. He'll call me that. And there are times I will explain something to him and he will flat out go, Gma, you tripping. And I'm like, what? He goes, yeah, you shouldn't have. Like, I see the, you know, like he, he breaks it down. He breaks it down. I have another friend who will also break that shit down for me as well. So it's, I feel like you need to have that person of the opposite sex to break the shit, to break that shit down for you so you can understand it. Because as a female, I'm looking at it from my perspective, right? Well, this is how I feel and this is how I'm looking at it or whatever the case may be. You need, you need someone to be like, fuck no, that's not what that meant or that's not what's happening. Now, don't get me wrong. I do have my besties who I do go to, female besties, right? Who will still call me out on my shit. Like, bitch, no, that's not what you should have did or should have said or whatever the case, right? I'm not saying that you can't get that from the same, you know, same sex friendship, you know, going to your girlfriends. Like, I'm not saying that you can't get that. But I think when you have a male perspective or a guy, a female perspective, it does make you look at things in a different way, right? And I think it helps. I don't think it always has to be sexual. And not saying that it automatically turns sexual. I'm not saying that at all. But I feel like, and I'm going to, you know, go off of TV shows or whatever. I just feel like sometimes when you, we watch certain stuff and it's a partner type of TV show, cop or whatever, 
and it's a male and a female in their partners, I don't understand the need of why we always have to make them a romantic couple. Like, why can't we just have them be friends with each other, right? And support each other without it turning into something sexual. Now, I'm, I am that female. I understand that, of course, your life did not start because, right, we started dating. Like, just because the moment that me and you started talking or whatever, that's when everything, I get that's not what happens because, boo-boo, that's not what happened over here by, by any, you know, like I had a life way before you and I will have a life way after you, right? So get that. So coming into a relationship or whatever, I, you know, I understand that you will have friends, right? And then some may be of the opposite sex. That won't bother me. What will bother me is within that, honestly, is if you try to hide it, right? Like you're not just saying this is a friend or introducing me, you know, hey, this is my friend, blah, blah. It's like you look, you're going out of your way to hide the fact that this is a friend, you're being sneaky about it. Then that's when I get suspicious, right? And I'm speaking from experience, just throwing that out there. That has happened to where, you know, you see you see someone or meet someone and it's like they know of you, but you don't know of them. And it kind of gives you like, well, am I a side piece or why are they coming at me like that? Or why are they saying my name like that or what's happening? And then to bring it up or whatever. In the excuse that uh, the reasoning, I don't want to say excuse. The reasoning that I received was I was trying to avoid this conversation and so then my thing was, well, we wouldn't be having this conversation at all, right? If you would have went a different way with this, you know, but it is, it happened, whatever. But I'm just saying, that's when it becomes triggering or that's when the antennas go up when on either side, when you are hiding the fact that this is a friend and this is, you know, this could be a childhood friend. I am very open and honest about my friends. I let it be known, right? Because I do, I think a lot of them, there. some of them are older. So I am looked at as the little sister, right? And so, and then I also have a big brother. So I let it be completely known, right? I'm like, hey, I come with a lot of baggage and not baggage in a bad way in baggage of where I have a lot of men in my life, right, that care for me, who are there for me. Like, I don't want, it's like, you know, some people, you got like daddy issues or whatever the case may be. I don't know. Or whatever, like men issues just over, just overall. And I guess with me making that known, like, hey, I have men in my life, right? I've heard it, seen it, smelt it. I'm quick to all the games. I peep that shit right away. My antennas go up a little bit quicker than probably some females because of this. So that's just my way of saying I ain't here for the bullshit. I'm not going to fall for the bullshit. Don't come at me with no bullshit kind of way. So that's why 
I let it, you know, these are the men in my life. They're going to stay in my life. Wonderfully, gladly, we'll introduce you to these men in my life because I want everybody to get along and collectively because they're not going anywhere and you're not going anywhere. I want everybody comfortable, right? So if you handle things in that way, I don't think it's going to make a break your relationship with the significant other, right? I think everything always boils down to having that adult conversation with your significant other and or friend of the opposite sex. You're in a relationship. If you see that your friend is crossing boundaries, it is your job to put the friend in place. If you see where your mate is uncomfortable, have that adult conversation and see where the issue is or see what, you know, and then work that out. You have to have these conversations with each other. And a lot of this then and a lot of the issues that do come from if men and women can be friends is based on having those adult conversations. Letting your expectations be known, right? Letting everybody know what your boundaries are within. Like, hey, I want to be friends. I just want to be friends. I'm not trying to do anything and really standing on it. You have some people who like to use friend, right, as the um as their way to get in the door, right? Men and women both play the friend role, right? I secretly have feelings for you. I can't get you in that way right now. So I'm going to play this friend role to get my foot in the door so you can see. See, that's being manipulative. You see what I'm saying? That's on both ends, though. So and I think that's why this is such a debated question. Because you do have those who play that, who play that role. Play it. They're not. They're being an actor. Just like an actor goes and they play that role for however many months and then they go home and then that's, and that's who they are. That's what that is. They're playing that. They're coming into your life, playing the friend role, trying to get you into a situation that you clearly have already said, like, I don't want this or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Or you're in a relationship and you're trying to, whatever. So I think this is where, like, this debate stems from, right? See, when you talk shit out, it just all it starts to make sense to you. Can you be adult enough to have these conversations with someone, right? How bad is it to just let it be known up front what your expectations are and stand on it? And really, and I mean like really, really stand on it. Like let's not say one thing, but secretly, you know, you're wanting to do something else. Like, oh, I'm going to just say that because this is what they want to hear. When you start telling people what they want to hear, then that's when the lie builds up and it's hard to get out of it. And then that's when you or the other person gets hurt because what goes on the dark comes to the light in some shape or form, right? It may be something that happened by accident. It's something that you know, maybe intentional or whatever the case, but it's going to come to light. So it's up to you, it's up to everyone, you know, to be able to have those adult 
conversations. Another thing apart, you know, I think what came into play, I really believe we were talking about cheating. And this is, you know, me and my mom were talking. And I don't know if I was watching the TV show or whatever the case may be. And I had said something. And she was like, with everything, because there's a lot, right, centered around cheating. I don't know if anybody's seen the Tammy Roman caught in the act, for which is like an updated cheaters. Everybody remember the TV show Cheaters? This is what... This is kind of what that is. You know, she surveillance, gets evidence, goes back to the person. They confront them, whatever, you know. Lovely show. I watch it. I like it. But there's a buildup for this, right? Like, there's an audience, like people like me who's going and who's watching it. But then you have to think about the person who's actually going through, like they're getting cheated on. Been there, right? Um with everything that is so, and it's not embracing the cheating. I'm not saying that, but everything that we have about, about cheating, help, I'm in a secret relationship. That's not necessarily cheating, but you're hiding something, right? So you have these shows that centered or whatever about the cheating and all of this. It's like, if it's such a big forum, why are we in relationships? Like, why would you want to be in a relationship, if you're going to be with that person and then ultimately, well, you know, well, not saying that you're going in knowing that you're going to cheat. I'm not saying that. But why put yourself in a position for that to happen, right? Like if you know you don't want to be in a, a relationship, any type of relationship, you just kind of want to, I don't want to say like play the field, but pretty much play, you know, pretty much play the field and, you know, dick swinging, I don't know, however you, however you want to put it. Um, But if that's what you want to do, what's so hard about letting that person know what you want to do and not taking their choice away to if they want to be involved in that or not, involved in that or not. And I've said this before, you know, don't take my choice away. Just have a conversation with me. Sit down. Let's talk and give me the right to make my own decisions about what I want to do about the situation. If I want to choose to stay in it or if I want to say deuces, no, you're on your own. And you have to be willing to take that sacrifice of that person telling you, no, I don't want anything to do with it. Whatever the outcome is. You have to be willing to stand in it and respect that person for it. I honestly, I kind of feel like with certain people, and I'm not just going to just, you know, narrow it down to men or female. I think this is just across the board that it's hard to have those relationships of the opposite sex because you don't know how to have that conversation with yourself with your significant other and with the friend or even if it's just you and the friend I don't think you know how to have that conversation I think it's more in I think it gets more blown up or it gets more noticeable like I said before when you try to hide it like it's nothing it's just like that's when it becomes more of a thing 
because you you look suspicious because you're, you're hiding it, right? But it's more so that, once again, you don't know how to have the conversation or you don't know how to set the boundary and really stand on it because you, in some way, selfishly, you want both parties, right? You want the friend in your life. You want the significant other in your life, right? And instead of, like I said, having a conversation and bringing everybody together to make sure that everybody's comfortable, some people take it upon, you know, to do it the way that they feel like it suits their them and their needs better. And so that's where the debate comes in at, right? Can men and women just be friends? Can I just hang with you? And in legit, it just be a friendship, us coming together, having a conversation, us venting to each other, or whatever the case may be, and it not be sexual, right? Or turn into sexual or anything like that. And don't get me wrong, you can't help the way you feel sometimes. Sometimes you can just be friends with someone and it, and it might it might happen. You may have just hung with them for some period of time and you eventually start to grow feelings for feelings for that person. Get that completely so. But you also have to, I feel like you should have a conversation with that person, right? You have to, ooh, excuse me. You you have to be adult enough to lay it out on the line and see what they say. And in, and with seeing what they say or understanding or you know let them think about it or whatever. And whatever response they come back to you with, you have to respect whatever choice that they that they're telling you. It's either pretty much a yay or nay, right? And then you have to decide after that whatever the you know outcome is. How do you move forward from that? If you are truly friends with each other, I think that is. I don't want to say that's going to be an easy conversation because it probably won't be an easy conversation. But I also feel like the friendship shouldn't suffer, especially if you did it in a respectful way, right? You respect each other. You understand each other's thoughts, process, how, you know. And then, of course, you probably need to give each other time, understandably. But if the friendship is is as strong as you truly believe it to be, I think it's something that can be overcome and everybody is can move forward from it. Um, based on some of the comments that I did get on, on the post, pretty much kind of was agreeing of like it, the, you know, that conversation that needs to take place. Like it can happen. It's, you can be, you know, friends with each other. There are childhood friends that I have to, you know, from high school, that I'm friends with and I never want their significant others to um, feel any way about, about me. So hopefully, you know, they've had that conversation with their significant. Sorry, y'all. I know I took that long pause because the email came in from 
my son's school, so I wasn't too sure. I just had to open it up real quick, and I'll read that later. Um, but that's what that pause was. My bad. You know, I'm a, I'm a mom first. Y'all have to read to make sure nothing terrible is going on with, <laughs> with my kid. Also, what made me grab my phone was to kind of, if I could pull up some comments to see what came in, right? So let's see. But ultimately, it, you know, like I said, having, being an adult, having conversations, and this all works, boils down to being an adult, right? Um, let's see. I have one, he says, uh, one comment says it's absolutely possible. I think not having an open mind and having insecurities make people believe otherwise. See, having that conversation, one comment just straight says yes. And that is so true. Um, and I think this is this next comment is when they have already had sex in the past. That makes me that's a good point. That is, you know, that kind of make you a little bit suspicious of men and women. It's like I've seen you naked. <laughs> can I be? But then that kind of goes coincides with can you be a friend? Can you be friends with the next? Right. Because you both seen each other naked. Can you be friends with the with with your ex? At one point in time, I probably would have said no, right? If I was like, oh no, I'm gonna talk to them. But as an adult, I could be friends with the ex, especially if we ended on good terms and we ended as adults, right? And I mean, I was in a 13 year relationship, so the relationship that I was in prior to that. At that time, like looking at it now, I don't think we ended on good terms, right? But believe it or not, we're actually, we're friends now, me and that ex. You know, we are, we, you know, check in with each other. We both have kids and just make sure, you know, we're doing fine, we're doing good. Actually was able to meet up with that ex when I was home for the summer, I mean, that first initial, you know, it's like, wow, it's been X amount of years since you've seen this person, right? So, of course, it's the getting over that few seconds of, of awkwardness of, oh, my God, you know, like, oh, you know, I haven't seen you since we were teenagers. And now we're standing in front of, in front of each other as grown-ass adults, adulting, and got kids and just, you know, figuring out life and all this. And it's like, now we've gained so much experience since the last time we actually have some shit to talk about. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, once again, being an adult and just having conversations and just figuring that shit out. So, but that, that does come like, you know, can you be friends with the next? Is that something you think that you could possibly do? And then I have one, you know, one comment this, <laughs> I would not expect anything else. It's like a meme. I guess it's like having a, he <laughs> put having a female as a best friend is like having a chicken or a pet. One of these days you're going to eat it. Now there are people who have chickens as pets and they don't eat the chicken. Um, I have a, a very good friend back home and she has chickens. She And she gives my parents eggs. So she's not eating her chickens. So take that. How you like those bananas, you know, or those eggs, whatever. I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to say I don't know, but it's, 
it's just nice to see, you know, let's see. I have one comment on Instagram. Um, let's see. It doesn't necessarily have to be sexual, but I think it depends on relationship status, transparency, and where this relationship form. There are so many odd social rules with this. And I think pretty much besides the previous comment that, <laughs> that I said, all boils down to what I was saying previously is all about having those conversations with everyone in your life so everybody knows where everybody stands and standing on right your expectations and your needs and your of everything and standing on it and not back you know not backing off of it and standing firm I think we can be friends I think we can what's I think we can all get along right we just have to be adults to do it all this goes down to being an adult and having those hard ass conversations that none of us, you know, was raised to have. That's just a generational thing. You know, if your parents, 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 you know, was not raised to have these conversations and just keep shit inside and get stuff done and go on to the next and don't worry about it and it'll be fine and let's keep our family shit in-house and don't discuss and this and that and you don't learn how to work through those feelings and it's the you are I get up and I've done that to my kid you are you straight get up if your parents 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 was like that so guess what that's how that's what is trinkled down the family generations of not being able to talk and have those conversations and know that it's fine to feel how you feel. Your feelings are validated. How, you know, I'm not going to tell you just to suppress them and that you'll be good. Like it, it takes now, I feel like we're really trying to work hard to break those generation curses, right? Of what, not just what our parents went through, but their, what their parents went through, what their parents, you know, like just keeping that shit all bottled up and anything and everything all out over time is going to be all right. You know, the saying time, time heals all wounds, right? That's true and not true at the same time. That wound, yes, that wound can heal, but that hurt is still a remembrance, right? You stab someone, you shot someone, you hit someone, whatever. But when that person looks at themselves and at that part that was shot, stabbed, hit, whatever, that pain is still going, the remembrance of that pain is still going to be there. Yeah, that wound has healed. You can see it, not see it, whatever. It's healed, it's good, it's fine, you know. But as you look at it every day, you're going to remember the pain that you endured when that happened. So yes, time heals the wound. But it's the pain conference of that, that's that remembrance of what take place. I think I went off on a whole different tangent of of if we can be friends with, 
of opposite sex with each other, but y'all are here for my ride and I love it. And y'all should be used to my tangents by now and just going off subject. And somehow I bring all that shit back together and I love it when I do. And I have to laugh at myself sometimes. But, you know, I'm just, you know, just breaking, there we go, breaking the, the generational curses and helping each other, guiding each other in some sort of being able to have those conversations. I'm still a work in progress of being able to have these conversations. And I don't want to say not caring what the other person feels about it, because, of course, I care about what that person feels about it. But ultimately, it's like, this is what I need for my peace and my self-care and how I get through. And I'm not going to allow you to come in and ruin that. Right. So it's being and I love and I say this during, you know, job reviews and when we're talking, when I'm talking to someone I do. Getting used to the being comfortable with being uncomfortable. You have to get used to being in those in those situations. This is uncomfortable right now. It sucks right now. But this is, you know, something that needed to take place. This is a conversation that needed to be had. It sucks. I don't like it. But we have we got to do it right. I hope that everyone Kind of, and I don't want to say everyone because we're all different. We're not all going to feel the same, and I get that completely. But I hope the gist of what I, you know, that we can be friends of the opposite sex with no, with no issue in it, not turn into this whole sexual capace, right? Like it's, it's fine, you know. And don't, and I, and I don't want to make it seem like you're, it's a settle, but. My mom laughs at me because, you know, I would say, if you go cheat, don't be a lazy cheat. And when I first said that, she's like, what does that mean? I said, lazy cheat is when you go and you sleep with someone that I know, someone in my inner circle, some uh, even if it's a friend or a friend, a friend of a friend or the friend or the or the the relative or, you know, it's just, even if you, you know, you cheat with someone at your job, that's a fucking lazy cheat as far as I'm concerned, because that was convenient. If you don't do it, put the fucking effort into it and go get a bitch who I don't know, who you don't know, you you know, like, don't, don't be a lazy cheat. So I say that's, you know, don't, be lazy in just thinking because you and this person, you and this person is friends. Like, oh, we're friends at school. So yeah, we can fuck, we can screw it. Like, no. If that's who you really have feelings for and you want to be with, then I'm not I'm not going to take that away. But if you're just doing it because it's convenient, that's lazy as far as I'm concerned. And that's going to piss me off even more. Especially if I'm the, you know, like, oh, so you was doing it because it was convenient. Okay. Kiss my ass. Get out. Never want to talk to you again. So now that's a friend. Well, that probably, and once again, that wasn't even a fucking friendship as far as I'm concerned because it was of convenience for you. So don't be, don't do that. Like, don't be lazy with it. If you're going to put in the effort, right? 
just just be an adult. <laughs> and I know I get it because this is adulting. This adulting shit is stupid. It's stank. And I know none of us, honestly, when you think about it, we never, none of us signed it up. Signed up for this, right? I was talking to my son yesterday and I had to give him the same, I was giving him the same speech of don't try to grow up too fast. Enjoy this. You know, don't be out here trying to act grown because when you grown, that shit ain't fun. This is not fun. We have fun moments, right? But ultimately you spend a lot of time worrying about others. And by that, I mean, especially when you're a parent, right? You spend that time worrying about your kids and how they're doing and making sure they got what they need. So on top of being that parent, you also have to worry about, I have to make sure this is paid. I have to make sure that is paid. I have to make sure food's in the house. I have to make sure we get this done. I got to make sure they're getting their homework done. Oh, I got to reach out to the teachers. Got to talk to them about this. Oh, you know, that furnace is making a strange noise. I got to get somebody out here. Look at that. Oh, my car is making a strange noise. I got to, okay, take the shop. Get that looked at too. Oh, there's something weird hanging outside on the, on the, you know, on the house. That don't look safe. Got to get some. So it's like you have so much shit, right? On your brain as an adult that you want, like, okay, you know what? Just take me back to when I was fucking 16 and all I had was a part-time job, and all I had to do was worry about paying a cell phone bill and car insurance. And at that time, car insurance was the same as a cell phone bill. Remember when cell phone, like they like legit was like $25, $30 a month? That was it. I mean, that was including all them damn fees and shit. You got the bill. It was $30. $30 and some change. Right? So you knew for your part-time job, okay, I got to put $30 aside. Got paid for my little $30 aside to pay my cell phone bill. And then depending on how it works, then the next check you get, you take your next $30, $35 for the car insurance. Right? Because even you own your parents' car insurance, but this is how much you need to contribute. You know what I'm saying? $30, $35 for the car insurance. You got a little, you know, you got a little change for yourself that you can do something, get your nails done, get pedicure, get mentioned. You know what I'm saying? Like that's, I ain't gonna lie, y'all. That's what I'm missing right now to be able to just get a manicure, get a pedicure, eyebrows, like, you sacrifice all those fun when you were an adult. A response, you know, like, now nah, I want to do that, but all this other shit has to happen first before I can enjoy the fun shit. I want to make it seem like adulting is just not fun. There are fun moments, right? I was, you know, more fun moments than the serious moments right now for me, right now, right? So just, you know, even having that conversation with my kid and, you know, he's 13. He's not trying to hear his mom. Mom is just rambling. And it's, I feel like it kind of went out one ear, went in one way and came out the next. And it's sitting back there like, OK, she done talking yet? Like, are we going to keep talking? That's kind of kind of how I felt that conversation. Went last night. And then, you know, you get the yes, ma'am. It's like you just saying that because you want me to be quiet, whatever. It's fine. 
But ultimately, I do. I want all of us to be able to be friends, able to get along with each other, able to just have these adult-ass conversations and be comfortable with the being uncomfortable. Because you'd be surprised what you learn or what the outcome will be when you have those conversations with each other. That might make your relation, your friendship, a tighter bond than you even realize. Or you can realize, okay, maybe this isn't the friendship for me or for you. And I appreciate, you know, the time that we had as friends and part or whatever, however it comes out. But we have to be willing to have these conversations with each other and just not be afraid to have a friend of the opposite sex. Like I say, you need you need that. I honestly do for someone to call you out and be like, that shit was funky. Like, Why would you do that? Or come to you and be like, well, this is what this is how his brain is working or this is how her brain is working in that moment. So when you said A, that's why they said B, because they, you know, their brain was functioning this way. You, you know, to have that perspective is what helps. So you have to keep that open mind, right, with each other. And just being able to have, like I say, it all boils, you know, I'm gonna keep that's the word of the day, y'all. Conversations. Like conversating. That's the word. You know, it's like. This is like a, what is it? Sesame Street. Your word of today is conversations. Um, <laughs> but that's my rant. That's my, my, I don't know, whatever for, <laughs> for today. Um, just, I wanted, you know, to get that out. I'm really trying to, and I'm telling y'all this now, getting comfortable with uncomfortable conversations. And I, when I was saying that, I was really also speaking to myself because I'm trying to get better at it. This forum is like really bringing things forefront in the brain for me to just kind of want to get out and, and share. So it's just me getting out of my way and sharing it, right? And whatever the outcome is that's what the outcome is going to be whoever they're going to feel however they're going to feel I respect everybody's feelings but this is what I experience and this is how I'm feeling and whoever listens or whatever will you be I hope it helps someone who's maybe in a similar situation as me as I talk more and start doing and start really just kind of getting stuff out and expressing it may be someone even if it's one person who's sitting and listening going well fuck I'm that's how I'm feeling right now or that's what I'm going through to let you know that someone else is going through the same shit and don't feel bad about going that you're going through or that's how you're feeling about something in that particular moment we have to remember that we're all human Right. And we should give each other some type of grace, especially when some shit happens and you're going through and you're trying to figure out your own feelings. And it's just 
not letting that noise in for a second, like really, you know, like not letting that contribute to your decisions or how you feel or what someone may say, not say, judge, not judge. So that's where like I'm at right now, really trying to go in that direction <laughs> of, of things and getting more people on here with me. Um, I just learned that my brother wants to do something for which I'm telling you guys now that will be fucking amazeballs. Just going to put that out there between me and him. Get my cousin. That will also be fucking awesome with me and her. So trying to get those things into play and I'm speaking it into the universe that that's going to happen. I'm owning it, grasping at it. It will happen. I'm owning and grabbing, grasping at a lot of things that your girl will, you know, girls, that some things is going to happen for your girl. I know they will. Keeping my spirits and my faith up. Right now I'm rambling because now this is just me having my own little inspirational talk to myself, I guess. Sometimes you have to do that, right? But, all right, y'all. Y'all know my saying to, you know, too blessed to be stressed. I get that. I accept that sometimes it's it, it's hard, right? It's one of those things that's easier said than, than done, right? But we are too blessed to be stressed. And in the words of Auntie Tam, who we, you know, that, that's my business. <laughs> I love her. Um have your best day. And if you can't, and I know I'm, I'm changing how I say it probably all the time because I think she says it differently too, whatever. But have your best day. And if you can't have a best day, don't go messing up nobody else's. I love that and definitely trying to live by example with that too. Just because I'm feeling funky doesn't mean that I have to make your day funky as well. Like, I can, you know, let me just have this for for me, right? And not mess up somebody else's day. That's kind of where, you know, trying to live by example. Thanks, Auntie Tim. All right, y'all. Love y'all. Appreciate y'all so much for staying with me. Year two, season two. We got this. We're going to do this. More of those uncomfortable conversations. All right, y'all. Peace.